Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hello, America, and happy Thursday. We've got a great show for you today. Everybody is beginning to absorb the magnitude of the FTX scandal, the Sam Bankman fried swindling, alleged swindling, according to the Justice Department, of this cryptocurrency exchange and the tens of millions of dollars. I said that right. I'm not, I'm not misstating it. Tens of millions of dollars of political donations routed mostly to Democrats from the stolen proceeds of investors. This isn't just a investment scandal. It has the potential to become the largest political fundraising scandal in American history, larger than Watergate, larger than the Asia fundraising scandal. And during the Clinton White House years, remember when we had the Lincoln bedroom and the Buddhist monks donating and all of those things, this has the potential with straw donations, diversion of capital to be one of the most important political fundraising scandals ever in history. And it's going to shine a light on how unwilling politicians are to truly vet their donors. When you look at the young Sam Bankman-Fried, you realize this is a man, if he suddenly started showing up, throwing tens of million dollars, like, hey, who is this guy? What's up? This is too good to be true. Look how young he is. He doesn't, doesn't add up. None of those politicians, none of those PACs, none of those organizations seem to question anything about this. They just took the money, which means they were part and parcel, aiding and abetting this effort to divert investor money, which have now become investor losses, to political causes. That is what the FTX scandal is going to ultimately become. And I think today we're going to bring you inside that. We've got an amazing guest, Congressman Lance Gooden from the state of Texas. He's on the House Banking Committee. His committee will be overseeing this FTX investigation next year. And he's going to give us his thoughts on the donation part of it, the fleecing part of it. Is the Securities Exchange Commission and its commissioner, Kerry Gensler, really doing a good job? Were they spending too much on woke policies like ESG and asleep at the switch? as these cryptocurrencies went into business and created these sort of swindles like what has been alleged of Sam Bankman-Fried. We're going to ask all of those questions from Congressman Gooden. And then we're going to turn to one of my good friends, 
And one of the greatest congressional investigators last quarter century, I also worked in the State Department for President Bush. Today, he's at AMAC as their national spokesperson. It's AMAC Thursday, one of my favorite moments of the week. Bobby Charles, my good friend, one of the great congressional investigators, one of the great accountability minds in all of Washington. He's going to join us, and we're going to dig in a little bit on all of the things that we have now learned about the censorship of the federal government carried out as a proxy through Twitter, through other social media platforms. We've got the testimony from FBI agent Elvis Chan. We've got Twitter files one through five and six released. Um, there's a lot to absorb there. But the most important thing to remember is for the first time, and at least in my lifetime as a reporter, we have clear and convincing and irrefutable evidence that the FBI asked someone to censor an American's opinion. And the question for all of us is, is there some law we, that gave the FBI authority to censor Americans? We keep hearing from the FBI, hey, we don't do that, that we abide by civil liberties, that this was about stopping Russian disinformation. But now we have seen targeted requests that targeted Americans. An Indiana city councilman, by the way, a Republican, uh, is in the document. You can see the request directly in the Twitter files. That is the sort of thing on top of the Hunter Biden laptop interference that now Americans come to grips with. We have an FBI that might have been involved in censorship activities. That's not in their legal purview. It's certainly not in the expectations of the American public in a constitutional republic where civil liberties are given first and foremost in the freedom of speech was the First Amendment, the first right enshrined in the Bill of Rights. So we're going to tackle that with Bobby Charles on AMAC. Thursday, one of my favorite moments. We've got two really big moments in the investigation. Meanwhile, you're going to hear this full interview on Sunday. I'm really looking forward to putting James Comer on the Sunday show. But yesterday, he announced that 40, 40 government officials are going to be hauled before Congress to answer whether what we know about the origins of COVID. Did the U.S. government fund gain-of-function research? Did that gain-of-function research happen at the Wuhan lab? Is the Wuhan lab the place where we most likely the virus could have escaped them? What is the best evidence suggesting that the virus escaped? These are big, big questions that have gone unanswered in the Democratic Congress. The new sheriff in town, Congressman James Comer, on Sunday, you're going to hear our full interview with him. But keep an eye on just the news and the stories we've written about who those 40 are, what the questions are, how we're going to get the accountability. And when you take what James Comer just announced, the investigation into the origins of COVID, with what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis just announced, a grand jury investigation into whether vaccine makers and federal agencies overstated the vaccine's efficacy. You realize for the first time people have been crying for accountability over the whole COVID pandemic crisis now may get a sense that they're going to get some answers. All we want are answers, right? We're not trying to create fake stories. We're not trying to create fake scandals. People want answers. And I think in the last 48 hours with Governor DeSantis, Congressman Gomer, there is a pathway to getting some facts, which are stubborn things, getting some truth, getting some answers, and then having a debate about how we do it better next time. That's what we got to do. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, first up, Congressman Lance Gooden, a very insightful conversation about the FDX scandal, fundraising, political ethics in Washington as we head into the 2023 new year. We'll have that right after this commercial break. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. 
Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor advised fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Everybody is absorbing the magnitude of the scandal of the FTX cryptocurrency exchange collapse. But one of the big stories is that this isn't just a investor swindler scheme. This is one of the biggest fundraising scandals in American history. We're talking about tens of millions of dollars routed from investors to politicians, predominantly Democrats, right out in the open in front of all of our eyes. Our next guest sits on the House Banking Committee. He has been investigating this. He's one of the most sage voices in Congress. He is Congressman Lance Gooden for the great state of Texas. Congressman, great to have you on, sir. Thank you so much. Great to be here. There's a lot to absorb in the Sam Brankman fried story, and I'm sure we're going to learn a lot. But you had a chance yesterday to hear the new CEO, John Ray III, testify. You get a sense that this company was a piggy bank that was being raided. Absolutely. I mean, scandal, scandal, scandal. There was embezzlement. Uh, there were lies. There was uh, just good old-fashioned thievery. And what we have seen um, and, and even heard from Sam Bankman-Fried himself um, is that uh, there were no checks, no balances, and just greed run amok. And one of the uh, the big scandals that I, I'm not hearing as much talk about as I feel like there should be is all this money to politicians, primarily Democrats, but if some Republican contributions, but all this money that was given to Democrats 
And it's different than if I were to receive a check maybe a, a few years ago from Kanye West, and then he turns out to be a crazy racist, and I say, you know what? I don't want his money. I'm going to donate it to charity. That's one, one – you see that a lot when someone – um, suddenly becomes questionable. A, a politician will say, "I'm going to, I'm going to donate that money to charity." But in this case, this is stolen money that was then given to politicians. So it's like if you get a watch on Christmas morning and you find out the next day that that watch was stolen and it actually belonged to your neighbor, then you give that watch to the neighbor and you, you don't keep it. And so in this case, we've got politicians that have taken hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. Some of these committees have. And they are not making proactive efforts to return the money. And if, if you're a politician that has taken money from him, you should have already been in touch with the bankruptcy court and saying, hey, you guys let me know where to send the check because this is stolen money. It wasn't his and it shouldn't be mine. Yeah. And that needs to go on. And I want to ask, you know, I was a young reporter who broke a lot of stories 30 years ago on the Asia fundraising scandal when Bill Clinton was in office. And, you know, it was so obvious after the fact, I realized, wait a second, Buddhist monks are giving donations. They don't give donations. No one seemed to have any suspicion in the Democratic side of this equation of this young kid who's boyish, comes out of nowhere, and he's throwing not, not a few hundred thousand around. He's throwing millions around. Shouldn't the Democrats had a little more suspicion about where this man's money was coming from? I mean, yes, but, you know, he was on stage at conferences with Bill Clinton and some very high profile people that I, I've talked to some since that, that met with him. And they said, you know, he was he was strange. We thought it was a, a bit too good to be true, but the checks just kept coming and it was it was too good to turn down. And now I, I think there's a lot of buyer's remorse in the sense that um I, I do believe that there are uh, people um, in political power positions that perhaps wish they had not taken the money, but they have. And so now it's time to talk about what we do next. And I think one of the things we do as uh, members of Congress, if you've received a check from him, I have not, um, then we need to be proactive and do all we can to make people whole that have have lost money in this scheme. Yeah, such sage advice. Good advice indeed. One of the things that you wonder on this thing is that these cryptocurrency markets, it doesn't seem like the Securities and Exchange Commission has had their eye on the ball. They're busy talking about ESG and environmental goals and, and woke policies, but your sense of the SEC's monitoring of this particular company and maybe the larger crypto industry seems like there's some looseness in there. Oh, sure. I mean, they've totally dropped the ball. We learned just in the last day that they were hiding meetings that the SEC chairman had with George Soros and Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi. And I'm thinking, you know, if we had time to meet with these people and lie about it and hide it, then surely we had time to regulate stealing and billions of dollars of it for that matter. Uh, but that just didn't seem to be on the radar. And they've been very late to the game. Um, it, it is curious to me that they suddenly decided to arrest him the day before he was supposed to come and testify before Congress. That has made sense to no one uh, across the aisle or on my side of the aisle. But nonetheless, it's where we are. It's very frustrating. And I think the American people will finally get some answers when Republicans take back Congress because we'll hold hearings and we'll, we'll demand those answers that Democrats don't want to hear today. Yeah, nothing like a good old-fashioned accountability to get us the truth for the first time. Do members of Congress have a lot of confidence in the current SEC chairman, Gary Gensler? It seems like there's growing pepsi about his leadership, his style, his performance record. Yeah, I, I think that... Um I think that there is doubt on both sides of the aisle, but you know Democrats don't want to uh, 
rock the boat. They're too afraid to upset the White House. So even if they've got an issue, they could typically keep their mouth shut. And that's unfortunate. But I think you're going to hear um, and, and see a lot more oversight from Republicans in this next Congress that will get us some answers we need uh, from the SEC and from other regulatory bodies that have failed us so miserably since Democrats have been in control. Yeah, very true. Very true. The record is clear. You have been an important voice on trying to get fiscal sanity back in Washington. There's a deal between the Senate and House Democrats. House Republicans don't get really a seat at the table in this one. Seems like a lot more spending about to be piled onto a red hot inflationary economy. Your thoughts on the deal that was announced today? Oh, it's terrible. I was just sitting in the chamber as they began debate on the the spending bill. There are things in that spending bill that have nothing to do uh, with the priorities of this nation. There's additional spending for the corrupt uh, NGO program on the border where we are, we as a nation are actually funding and encouraging the invasion, the illegal immigrant invasion at our border. Um, There's talk about how necessary this is so we can continue negotiations for the next seven days. But there's there's so much waste in this bill and so many pet projects that Democrats are trying to pass before they lose power. Uh, It is truly a disgrace. I hope that they don't cobble up the votes. I suspect they will. Uh, But it's a real shame that that the country is run like it is. And I hope that Republicans change how uh, how we do business in the coming years, because the American people deserve so much better. We do. And we've seen this horror show of a crazy spending year after year after year with no real accountability. It just keeps going on. It'll be fun to watch the cycle finally stopped and a new cycle started. The border. Tell us about Title 42. How concerned are you? Uh, it's terrible. I, I think I saw something like uh, 5 million uh, illegal immigrants are expected to pour in in one year. Um, it's it's a disgrace um, the way the uh, the president has uh, abdicated his duties and responsibility, and really uh, turned his back on on what's right with respect to the border. The American people deserve so much better. We are encouraging the cartels to continue to fuel the violence and the human trafficking and the drugs. Fentanyl is one of the number one killers. Um, we've got non-governmental organizations like Catholic Charities in on the scam. They're making money. They're lying to people. They're not doing what's right or what's Christian. They are encouraging and facilitating sex trafficking, child trafficking, human smuggling. Horrible things are happening at the border, and this administration is doing nothing to prevent it. And it's my hope and prediction that in the next Congress that we do have an immigration plan that we close down and actually secure the border while we get this plan uh, agreed to and actually implement something that is fair and reasonable for the American people. And the American people, it's important that they have a say in who enters our country. Right now, no one has a say. Anyone that wants to come seems to be able to come. And uh, the situation's pretty bad. And I, I do hope that we find ourselves in a better place. It's my prediction that in six months we will be in a better place, but it sure is bad today. Yeah, so very important for people to finally get a voice on this because it's their communities that are getting hit with the fentanyl, the crime, the social safety net expense increases, and yet they've been powerless in all this chaos at the border to even have a say over what goes on here. The last question I want to ask you, there are a lot of colleagues in the caucus that believe it's time to remove Alejandro Mayorkas via impeachment or some other route like that. Where do you stand on Mayorkas' leadership? And is it a good exercise at least to air his record out in the public for the American people to see what he's done or not done? Yes, he he certainly needs to be gone. He's certainly failed. Um, I, I don't know that removing him solves the problem. I suspect he'd be replaced with someone just as bad. 
Um, but if that is something um, that would that would help uh, pro- propel and advance a discussion uh, just about how bad things are and about how bad this administration has failed, then absolutely, let's do it. Um, but I'm more more interested in what we can do immediately to bring some accountability to this government, and I don't care who we have to impeach to do it. So I, uh, I'm definitely on board with that, but I, I don't want to just stop there. I want to actually secure the border, whether we impeach or don't impeach, or no matter who's in charge, we need to secure the border because we're doing permanent damage to our nation and our nation's future by having no security and letting anyone and everyone come across. That appropriations power that the House will have will be such an important tool in getting some, because the Democrats haven't shown any willingness to want to make any changes on this, but the power of the purse is going to be your secret weapon, isn't it? It is. You know, there will come a time where we will be uh, going before the American people saying if Democrats do not come to the table on immigration, then we are prepared to stop the spending and shut everything down. Democrats will then have to determine whether or not the American people will side with them or not. They may not make a decision, in which case the government may shut down and we may go into uncharted territory after a certain point. But I believe at the end of the day, the right thing to do is to secure our border. I believe that any short-term pain from a government shutdown or an impasse in Congress uh, far outweighs um, the pain of not securing our border, which is why it is so critical that that is our number one issue in the next Congress. We have to protect our nation. Otherwise, we will have nothing left to protect. Some things are worth holding out for, and security is definitely one of them, sir. It's a great honor to have you on this show. We always enjoy when you come on. We learn so much, and we'll be watching the final days of the 117th and eager to see the new leadership of the 118th, and I know you're going to be playing a very important role in that. Good to have you on, sir. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well, sir. Thank you. All right, folks, don't go anywhere when we come back. AMAC Thursday, Bobby Charles, one of the great investigators, former State Department official, and now national spokesman for AMAC. The Association for Mature American Citizens. He joins us for AMAC Thursday, a big conversation about free speech, the FBI, censorship, Twitter. We're going to cover it all right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hey folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free 
app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mic. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download the iHeart app radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeart radio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeart radio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeart radio app. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. You know what day it is. It's AMAC Thursday, one of my favorite moments of the week. We always get an amazing guest and we talk about things that really matter, changing America, exposing what's going on in Washington. And we have one of the perfect guests for that. He was one of the most influential congressional investigators in the last quarter century, then went to the State Department, did some amazing work there. Now he's a national spokesman for AMAC. He is my good friend, Bobby Charles. Bobby, welcome back to the show. John, it is always great to be on your show. You you make as much news as you uh, as you report and allow us to comment on, and I'm really always privileged. Well, listen, you've been making news for a long time, and we had this great conversation a month ago about the state of free speech, and then Elon Musk decided, ah, oh, time to dump the Twitter files. I have to tell you, I was shocked by just how often the FBI was sending censorship requests over, not for Russians, not for Russian bots, not for Russian disinformation artists, but for actual Americans. They actually were targeting Americans' free speech. Your takeaways from the early Twitter dumps. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, up through, I guess, the fifth one, I would say, um, first of all, credit hats off to this great American named Elon Musk that I never imagined uh, had it in him. Uh, but he does. And it's a, it's an extraordinary testament to belief in the First Amendment and in, in all those things that we, I think, Americans who who uh, who love this country believe in. So two big issues, I think, are the takeaways. I mean, I, I'm going to do this like a lawyer. I'm going to unpack it and tell you that you have to ask, what is the motivation? Why was there such suppression? And, and, and the real cornerstone here is that this is really not about Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm going to call it Joe Biden's laptop. It's about Hunter Biden's laptop. But why? Not because there are criminal acts by Hunter Biden, of which there are many, but because there are criminal acts tied to uh, very likely criminal acts tied to Joe Biden. And what the laptop confirmed, which comes back to the Twitter releases, what the laptop confirmed in 2020 was that people were acknowledging that Joe Biden had given access to them in response to by almost almost a straight line in response to having paid money to his son. And those people were Ukrainians and they were probably also we don't know yet, but probably also Chinese. So you have a son profiting. Uh, which is a violation. It's 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 bribery. It's uh, gratuity or bribery laws. There are federal laws, uh, 18 U.S.C. 245, uh, that say that you can't do that. You can't cart your son around the world as the vice president, let him make tons of money and give access to the people that he's getting the money from. So that's issue number one. That is the motivation behind issue number two, which is essentially the complicity of the FBI with uh, Twitter and perhaps Facebook and some others to suppress that information in 2020 because that information almost certainly will have affected or would have affected the 2020 election. We're not going to relitigate that election. We're not going to relitigate 1960s election, but we are going to say openly, openly 
that this looks like election interference. And that is a violation of 18 U.S.C. 201 at SEC. And so bottom line is you have some very serious stuff here. And thank God there are people like Elon Musk who, who say the American people have a right to know and and let the let the evidence take it where it goes. I had a great conversation. I think it was Friday night with Kevin Brock, the farmer and the very first intelligence chief for the FBI, respected on all sides of the aisle. And he said, John, hey, the FBI has a legitimate predicate if they're trying to keep a foreign entity from interfering in the election and buying ads and doing things. But the second they start targeting Americans who have no connection to a foreign spy, they are way over the line. And he was really shocked to see some of this evidence coming out. When did the FBI think its job was to get into speech regulation? Well, so two points here. Okay, number one, let's not forget that there's a material fact that will affect everything. And that is that the guy at the FBI who was pushing the FISA warrants which we know now were, 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 uh, were falsified. The, the, the material they were putting in to present to the judges, and I clerked for the Ninth Circuit, a judge on the Ninth Circuit, the, the information they were putting in to justify the FISA warrants against Trump and others around Trump uh, was the guy who was the counsel to the FBI. That guy ended up being the counsel to Twitter. So you got a direct line uh, between what's going on at the FBI and what's going on on Twitter, independent of these releases that show that the FBI is trying on the pretext of knocking back Russian disinformation. They are trying to uh, to suppress something that has a material effect on the election. Uh, You know, the only other thing I'm just going to say is that this is really a uh, I did the oversight that involved a, a year long investigation into the FBI and their activities at Waco. And I interviewed 98 witnesses. We put a lot of them on the equivalent of the stand, although in politics, it's in a congressional hearing. We did 13 days of 12 hours a day hearings on C-SPAN. And you know what? The FBI came out looking pretty bad. And we we did that because not because we don't love law enforcement. We love law enforcement, but we will have high integrity publicly serving, fairly administering law enforcement. And what we wanted is an internal correct. And I will tell you that the FBI needs an internal correct right now. I, I had a couple of occasions to interact with Chris Ray, and I can tell you about those. But I'm going to tell you, they're not being transparent. And the American people don't hire them to do their own agenda or to work politics. They hire them to do straight up high integrity law enforcement. And that's not what all this stuff is about. Yeah, such a great point. And I think there's going to be a lot of explaining next year about prior representations that we don't get into free speech. We don't meddle in the elections. The evidence now seems to be overwhelming that those claims aren't true. I want to turn for a second to the border crisis because it is already at horrific, historic, devastating proportions. But Title 42 disappears in a week or so, and I can't even begin to think what happens. There doesn't seem to be any plan in place by this administration to address the coming surge, which is going to be bigger than all the surges we've seen thus far. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, John, I, I, I try very hard to avoid the histrionics of modern uh, political talk. Uh, but this is a serious, another very serious issue. And why do we say it's a serious issue? So here, here are the basic data points. Uh, on December 21, Title 42 is apparently because the Biden administration wants it to, will go away. Title 42 is a title that has existed since 1944, which says that if you have a large quantity of communicable diseases in a country incoming, and frankly, just about everything south of us has large quantities of communicable diseases incoming, in 
pandemic. If that happens, you have the ability to immediately expel that individual coming in, even if it's an asylee, um, and you can have them wait in the third country. Okay, that that's what Trump did. Eighty percent, eighty percent of all of the illegals who were turned away during the Trump years were they used Title 42. Sixty one percent of all of the illegals turned away during the Biden administration. They used Title uh, Title 42. Now, on December 21, Title 42 goes away and they will they will turn away zero on the basis of that. What does that mean? It means there are caravans and you can you can Google all this now. There are caravans coming north with thousands and thousands of potential immigrants uh, who believe they will be able to illegally, basically what they'll do is they'll claim asylum, which uh, under the Biden policies allows them, not Trump, but Biden allows them to now come into this country. They get bussed all over the country. You can wait, you know, look for look for a busload of illegals outside your front door because that's what's gonna happen here. And you know, if you ask what are the numbers, the numbers are sky high. I don't care whether you're Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. There's been between, uh, I wanna say March of 20. 20 and uh, April of 2022, I think there were 2.9 million, 2.9 million illegals turned away under Title 42. All of them would be now at your front door uh, if Title 42 drops. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it really puts it in perspective when you hear those numbers. It's just jaw-dropping. Meanwhile, on the world stage, we see these extraordinarily brave protesters, China and Iran, clearly trying to course, change in their country. There's been a little bit of change in China, so there's been some impact there. Iran, now we're beginning to see the hangings and executions. There have been some belated sort of simple expressions of support really late from this administration. But what does this administration need to do to embrace the freedom fighters in those two countries? You know, I I think what they need to do is they need to go back and they need to reread Ronald Reagan's speech to the London Parliament in about 1983, and they need to go read his Evil Empire speech, which was given months after that, and uh, to a group of evangelicals in this country. And you will see in those speeches the template for how you react to a popular uprising where population is saying, we are sick and tired of being oppressed, and we should be issuing statements that we should be issuing statements that directly support uh, both the Iranians. Look, they're going to say it's us, whether we whether we get involved or not. We need to say to the Iranian people and to the Chinese people, yes, the Bill of Rights are timeless. They don't just apply to Americans. You have every right not to be killed, to be safe in life and limb. And, uh, you know, what's, it's horrific what's happening. The Iranians are executing now the leaders of the protest movement, and it's not stopping. For the first time ever in both China and Iran, women are leading a lot of these protests and, and we're merchants. And it's a big deal. So will it flip the countries, John? Probably not. But it will send a signal that the people uh, are getting closer and closer to that kind of an outcome. They are sick and tired of being oppressed by radical Islam and by communism. Yeah, it is a remarkable moment in history and not one that I think American history will look back favorably because we're missing a chance to embrace this incredible freedom movement. And as you mentioned, particularly in Iran, driven by brave women going against the mullahs. Bobby, it is always an honor to have you on the show. I love this partnership we have with AMAC. Folks, if you want to join the AMAC Army, be aligned with people like Bobby Charles and the great work they do every day, all you got to do, go to amac.us slash justnews, amac.us 
us slash just news special discounts on yearly memberships. I'm in for the five year membership. I want you to match me. It's the best bargain you're ever going to get. It pays for itself in the first few weeks. And then you get all these extraordinary benefits for five years to come. Go check them out. Bobby, I don't know if we'll get a chance to talk to you before Christmas. I want to wish you an early Merry Christmas and I'm looking forward to working together with you in the new year. John, it's always a privilege. A Merry Christmas to you and yours. And uh, let us hope that the new year brings us everything that we all want it to. Absolutely. Well, we're starting with an early dose of transparency. So that's a good sign. (laughs) Yes, it is. Absolutely. All right, my friend. We'll talk to you real soon. You bet. All right, folks, we can take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't. You'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey, folks, as we approach another critical election, a wave of concern washes over America. Recent studies reveal that an astonishing 56% of our fellow citizens report feelings of anxiety or dread about the upcoming presidential election. That's why I stand with AMAC. AMAC is more than a senior discount organization. During these challenging times, they fight for common sense and hope that our nation returns to traditional American values. Visit amac.us forward slash just news today to seize an exclusive election year special, a four-year AMAC membership for just $30. That's right. You heard me right. Four years for 30 bucks. As an AMAC member, you're not only enjoying money-saving benefits, but also the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare advice, a trusted voice in Washington, and a community of like-minded patriots who love this great nation. Take advantage of this election year special. Four years for $30 and be part of the solution over the next four years. By becoming an AMAC member, you're strengthening a movement dedicated to preserving the principles we hold dear in this great country. Join now at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. So grateful you can join us. A big thank you to Congressman Gooden, to Bobby Charles for two really thoughtful conversations. A lot of meat in there, a lot of specifics. Bobby Charles walking us through some of the legal standards that could be applied to the FBI and to Twitter in censorship. Congressman Gooden making a clarion call that any politician, any political group that got money from FTX or San Bankman Free, that they give it back and restore the money to the investors who were fleeced in that company. In addition, you heard what he said about where investigators are going to go in this. Also, some strong words about the border and the idea that in the appropriations process next year, Republicans will be able to leverage 
policies that will close down a border that is about to become even a wider spigot when Title 42 is dropped next week. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We'll have more on Friday, another good edition coming up, some great guests. Until then, God bless you. God bless the incredible country of the United States, as he always has. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute alternative for care from a health care provider. Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash victor. taxnetworkusa.com slash victor.